on like Donkey Kong. Okay, welcome back to the T2D podcast, Talks to Discuss podcast presented by Digital Bounds. I'm your host, Leon Hitchens, and with me this week, once again, as always, is Ramon. I am here once again. Okay, they can find you on Twitter. Yo, yo, Ramon underscore on Twitter. Okay, and then me, you'll be able to find me at Leon Hitchens, and you can follow us on uh, Twitter at Digital Bounds. We're also on Snapchat, which is kind of cool to follow. You got your Facebook, your Instagram, your basics. YouTube as well for Digital Bounds. Yes, don't forget about our YouTube. We do some giveaways there too. Giveaways, so. weekly recaps, and much more. Um, before we start this week, uh, don't forget to check out the weekly recap. As Ramon said, uh, we have uh, the weekly recap where we talk about the latest tech that we wrote on the site. It's interesting, cool, and what do you what do you think about it? I love it. I think it's it's great. You're gonna learn a lot of stuff. If you didn't know anything about tech, you're gonna learn about it. You don't have to lie. You don't have to lie to them. Honestly, God, I've never seen one weekly recap. But that's... okay, no, not that far. Oh. You gotta be on my side. Oh, oh mine is oh, it's great. It really is great. In all seriousness, okay. you all enjoy it. Okay, so on for the YouTube side here, uh, there there's this article, and and I think it's actually really interesting because it's uh talking about like YouTubers and their economic stance in like society. So, to dumb it down, it's kind of like YouTubers aren't that rich in reality. Right. They they make money, but you know, they're not they're not all the Tyler Oakley and Gentle Marbles and right. and those big stars that are making millions and millions of dollars every year. Well, I think the big the big reason why it's like that now is because there are so many YouTubers now that are trying to be, you know, rich or or trying are trying to do something and, and there's so many of them that they can't they're not all going to attain that success that they had, the earlier YouTubers had. And that's what the article, so it's on Fusion.net. I'll link it into the show notes, and, and you'll be able to read it. it. It's a long, long read, and it's something that you're going to really have to focus on and kind of buckle down and sit and make sure you understand it. But but it kind of talks about there's there's this uh, this growing number of people that have like 100,000, 200,000, 300,000, half million subscribers. Mm-hmm. But they're not actually making like a half million dollars, three hundred thousand dollars. They 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 go to shows, they go to red carpet events, they go to like conferences, and they right. they don't know if they're gonna be able to pay for groceries their next their next grocery trip. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's all about you know they're gonna get sponsors and stuff like that, but it's they're not getting money. They're getting the free clothes. They're getting the free the free uh, the free food. The free you know. The free jewelry and, and stuff like that, and the products. I don't think they're really getting paid for it. I don't, I don't even think they're getting all that free stuff. In all honesty, yeah. Because a few of my friends, I talked to them, and then they're they got six hundred thousand subscribers. They're mm. they're paying for a lot of that stuff, but they're doing it because they have that fan base that believes they they can attain that stuff. And if they don't get that stuff and attain it, they almost get uh, destroyed within the comment sections. Even though those comment sections are just yeah, wretched yeah. like hell holes. Just trying really. to bring you down. Yeah. So so how this all started was uh there was a BuzzFeed party, and this uh, YouTuber she's fairly okay I say fairly big and this is big has been redefined on YouTube. Yeah. So you Absolutely. have like two million that's big these days, mm-hmm. and then you have a million that's like mm-hmm. oh you're doing good you're doing well yeah and then there's like small YouTubers that are half a million that's what that's people small. are considering small so if you're under if you're under 100,000 what do you would you consider yourself that's a start out 
Jeez, Louise. So that's that's just you're been, getting started. I've been starting out for four years. <laughs> oh, we all have. I, I think for the next four years we'll still be starting out. And I think I'll yep. still be broke after that. You'll still be broke. Yep. So she went to this BuzzFeed party. She wasn't celebrating with him. She was actually being like the the server, the hostess. She was helping the waitress and everything. Mm-hmm. And she kind of said that um, the BuzzFeed guy asked her, "Hey, is this for a bid or something?" Mm-hmm. And, and of course she goes. No, I'm I'm trying to pay for my rent. I'm trying to pay for my uh, my bills and everything. Make sure everything gets done. So her hosting that she's gonna pay to host. She's gonna pay to host that. Getting event. paid to host it. Getting paid to serve. Getting paid to right. make food and other junk. Okay. And she, she was doing that to to pay her bills. And even though she she has millions of subscribers on uh, Instagram, she she's not making money. Yeah, that's crazy, man. But you also got to think it's it's like if you compare I mean, it to. U.S. economics, yeah, it almost it's like a stark comparison. Yeah, like like those that are, what would you say, doing the most work? So so, manual labor compared to like, I, you can even compare it to, so YouTube videos they're hard to make, but they're not like crazy right. hard. Right. Like you sit behind a desk, you you right. you spend a lot of time. It's focused. It's a desk job, though. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. But um, you have these fast food workers. Mm-hmm. That that get paid what seven twenty five, and then you have these Fortune five hundred CEOs that are getting paid seven million dollars yep. that same year, and it's like who's really doing the most work? Mm-hmm. And, and and I understand you went to college, you went to this and everything, right? But thank you. Sometimes it doesn't it doesn't pan out, and some of these people they put out more content. They work for Fox News, yeah, and yeah. and they do so many things. To make sure that they pay for rent, and yeah. then they have to shove these crappy ads in there. Right. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And then when they shove those crappy ads in there, you see what those fans say. They go, "Oh no, this is this crap, this junk. We we shouldn't have that." Right. And then they're like, "I don't think those fans understand, or or the YouTube audience understands that that these people are paying their rent." Yeah. Yeah, the ads. The ads are paying their rent. Is what you're saying? Yeah, the ads yeah. are paying their rent. Exactly. And you know, people are saying, you know, they don't want ads on YouTube, but that's what that's what that's what gets these um high profile YouTubers paid at mm-hmm. the end of the day. And and it, it's harder now to get paid off of YouTube. Uh, from what I understand it's like since two thousand and seven, I think it's a million YouTubers have become partners since yeah. two thousand seven. So it's really competitive right now too. When you gotta think, they got you can go to your LA offices and everything, but it's like if you have a million other people there, it's like this is almost becoming the next Hollywood. Yeah, because you can go do an interview for a or or try out to do a movie, and you can get that movie, but you can never be be cast in another movie ever again. Right, you you can get that one breakout hit. Yeah, but I, I've noticed a lot of YouTubers now they're writing their own books. Yeah. Whether they have them ghost written or if they're actually having them written themselves, yeah. But there's also a lot. They're also doing a lot more. I see a lot more of them thinking in the business perspective. Yeah, they they are. But I think this is because you know, how much can you really do off of YouTube? You know, and and yes, you can do a lot. But I think it's like like we said in the beginning is that the people that have been doing it for a long time, mm-hmm. those are the ones that are succeeding or have succeeded through YouTube. Nowadays, it is true, and I've talked about this plenty of times. It's it's more competitive, man, and and a lot of videos aren't even getting the attention. You know what I mean? So so the yeah. so it's harder to get paid off of YouTube. I also think 
when you're a YouTuber, you're a journalist, you're you're an actor, mm-hmm. and yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get that breakout hit every so often. Someone's gonna make a million, five million dollars a year, but you're gonna have that that journalist that's overworked, underpaid. They're making thirty grand a year. They're happy what they're doing, mm-hmm. but they're not making that much money. Yeah, and and that's what they are. And in, in some cases, like me. I would consider myself like a full-time like retail worker, part-time journalist. Right. And the only way I can do this is because I'm doing the the, the full-time retail worker. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of YouTubers do that. Right. Here's an interesting fact about um, the ads on YouTube that, you know, going back to the ads, this is that content creators get only a portion of what the advertisers pay. And um, so for like, for let's say... Uh, advertisers paying twenty dollars per one thousand mm-hmm. views or something like that, um, or impressions or whatever. Only like two dollars per thousand views is mm-hmm. going to the yeah. I forget what, what actual the video split? itself. The split's like eighty, no, sixty forty. Yeah, sixty percent goes to the creator, forty percent goes to the YouTube. YouTube, or is it backwards? I think it's like eighty twenty or something like that. It's actually. it's something. It's it's. YouTube gets a large cut of it, and, and granted, because video takes a lot of like space on a server. Right. It takes a lot of bandwidth, and I think a lot of people just don't don't think about that stuff when they they come down to it. Yeah. But now there's a lot of things. So now on YouTube, you have your tip jar, mm-hmm. or you have like these uh, Indiegogo, Kickstarter style oh, yeah. sites where yeah. people can donate money uh-huh. to kind of keep their creator going. Hey, they want to buy a new camera. You donate ten dollars and. 10 people do that they have a camera yeah but I think some of these YouTubers people think they're too big and they don't need that right but they do well yeah because because as you, cause if they're broke if they're really actually broke you know they have this persona that they're rich but really they're not so they might actually need the Kickstarter programs mm-hmm. and such well and I think because if you have 300,000 subscribers you'd think they'd be making money right and they're like oh they have enough subscribers yeah. But they don't they don't have enough subscribers, they don't make enough money from ad dollars because those advertisers think, Hey man, you know what, three hundred thousand, I can go get that same price from someone with a million subscribers. Yeah. Might as well go to them. Right, exactly. There's not a big enough fan base there. So they're they're stuck in this position. Do they ask for money from your, your fans? Say, mm-hmm. Hey look guys, only way I can help continue making these videos is from your support. Yeah. Or do they just bow down and take some crappy ad dollars which is crazy because it's almost like you you know you're doing it for i don't know i think you just kind of that's on topic off topic whatever you want to say but i think youtube anything you do youtube for you should do it because it's a passion you know what i mean and obviously everybody one day wants to get paid for their passion but they shouldn't have to ask their fans to pay for something that they want to do okay so so man i don't know if i'm able to tell the story because so I'm terrible with names. I'm terrible with like any proper noun okay. in general. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> I, I'm going to call it that thing, that person. Yeah. But back on topic, there's uh, this 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 woman that's a Fox News reporter. Uh-huh. She does a comedy like bit. Yeah. I don't, I don't know her name. Cannot think of her name. Fox News reporter, comedy bit. And she she's she's really good. I'll look it up right now. But um. Fox News reporter comedy bit. She uh, all I can she, think of is like those Latino women that are always like having their shirts unbuttoned and they pop. Man, see, see, <laughs> <laughs> I, I see where you just you're watching all your YouTube content. I can just picture it right now. There's just boobs, 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 boobs all down mm-hmm. my subscriptions. Katie Nolan. Katie Nolan. Mm-hmm. 
She's a Fox TV, like, sports reporter. Uh Uh-huh. She talks sports. Yeah. Balls, sports, all that. Balls and sports, is that what you said? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Probably not the best use of words, but (laughs) nonetheless, she talks about sports. But uh, <laughs> Katie Nolan talks about balls and sports. That kind of lady. <laughs> she uh, so she started uh, she was bartending at night and everything, uh-huh. and she she started doing this Tumblr blog. Yeah, kind of. I forget what she called it. I, th- I think she called it like "Bitches Love Sports" or something. Something dumb. Bitches love sports. It's something really dumb. Yeah. It was like something bitches. <laughs> No, I'm telling something you, big. something, something, and uh, after a little while, she she got approached by uh, I think it was Guyism. Yeah, and they told her, "Hey, could you write on our site for a weekly column? We have this many readers and this and that." Uh-huh. And it was all free. She wasn't making any money here and there. Okay. And they were like, "We'll point everybody to your website, and you can make money off your ad dollars." She goes, "Well, I don't know. okay, I don't know how to do that, but sure." Yeah. Like we can do that. So she started writing Guyism and everything, and then. After a little while, they asked her to do like a video, video thing, and she said no. Right. And a little while later, they offered her money for that video, so she goes, "Okay, fine." It was, and then when she first got offered it, seven hundred fifty dollars. That's how much she was making. Yeah. To do her videos. Uh huh. So she, that was how much her rent was, and she was like, "Okay, I'm gonna do this, and I'll be able to bartend tonight." Yeah. She had to provide her own camera, provide everything, and then she made her videos and everything. And then the site went dead or Fox Sports bought them. Right. But Fox Sports bought them and brought them over. And then she started doing this online comedy bit. And now she's actually, I would say, one of the leading like sports radio talking heads now. Really? Yeah. She, she's, she's she's really prominent, especially because you don't see a lot of women yeah, no, you don't. talking sports. Especially because of all the harassment, all the... yeah. The comments, well, especially radio and sports. I mean, I, I think you see it now ESPN, and I think it's because they're trying to ring that in. Been all the women that do do the ESPN stuff are usually like really attractive. And I don't know if that's like a a subconscious thing or something. Yeah. Or if it's something they actively go out to seek, but yeah, right. At the same time, it's like there's a lot of women that's who a, want to get into the sports. It's a very tough uh, journalist uh, journalism. Job to get into sports journalism. Because well, you got to think about crazy. it. So, sports broadcasting. Is a lot of these people consider like the only way you can understand these games is if you've played them before, and that's right. not always true. Because some of right. these people, some of the, the girls, they grow up watching their father play, or watching maybe somebody else play, or maybe they even play. Right. And then they understand the sport such a way that they're like, okay, you know what? I can talk about this better than some of these talking heads on ESPN. Yeah. So she does this online. She has her great video, and she does it on the TV channel. And she's actually like, I would say the internet person of Spock Sports. Yeah. She makes jokes. She talks about serious things, and I don't know where I was going with this. Oh, you know what? So, so she's she's <laughs> a great example. A lot of these YouTubers, they make the jump to the TV right away. Right. And that's one way to make money. Movie TV, yeah. So you can either be a YouTuber, struggle, try to get a fan base there, and try to keep them happy, or you can jump over to the TV and have a salary and something that's like writing or con- content creation yeah. and, and she does all her own writing she has a team but she compares herself or i don't know i wouldn't say she compares herself she uh 
she tries to aspire to be like John Stewart, uh, The Daily Show, and like okay, Stephen cool. Colbert. She tries to be like that, but, but for sports. sports. Version? That's dope. And she's yeah. actually really great, and I love yeah, some of her, some of her jokes. Yeah. But at the same time, she's really serious sometimes, and she's able to get into like all the problems with the NFL and concussions and everything. She's able to talk about everything and like yeah. uh, assaults and sexual harassment right. cases, especially since NFLs had all those concussions problems. and everything. Yeah. But it kind of, kind of just highlights like she was a YouTuber. She she didn't want to. The whole way she always says she never wanted to actually make money on this stuff. Right. She was just like, you know what? I was working night and it was super easy just to sleep through the whole day. I needed to do something, mm-hmm. and writing was her outlet. I like that. Yeah. And she just kind of fell into all this because she loved it. That's what. That's how it should be. That's so cool, man. I've never, I've never heard of Katie Nolan, and I think it's cool that she started on YouTube, and then was like, hey, you know what? Let me just sort of write some content. She was into sports. And it was that's, that's like a completely different route than most YouTubers go. Well, and you think about it, like a lot of these people. She, so I got this from the Rico Deco podcast. I kind of listened to it and I kind of researched her because I was really interested. In it cause she sounded like an amazing person. Yeah. But um, she, man, what was I gonna say? She's fabulous. She's fabulous, yeah. But you got this from the Rico Deco podcast. Mm-hmm, I got distracted, man. Kitty Nolan, shout out to you, baby girl. She's actually really great uh, with her Twitter followers. She'll like comment and everything, but she's got a lot of trolls. Yeah, of course. Who doesn't? I don't know what I was going to talk about her. But you can check her out. She's on Twitter and she's Kitty very Nolan. active. She's on Fox Sports. She does some internet clips and stuff. And then, of course, she's on the TV the little boombox thing where you gotta have cable network subscription to. Oh yeah. So shout out to Katie Nolan. It kind of just brings it all back to like passion. You gotta make sure you're passionate about it. Yeah. And then maybe you'll be able to do it. Make some money. You know, the money will come later. I think. But I don't. I think everyone getting on YouTube now is just like, okay, we're gonna. Everybody's trying to get famous. It's mm-hmm. true, and that's with every. I mean, you can talk about everything, SoundCloud, all that. Katie Nolan. is freaking gorgeous. What the hell? Oh. Um. Just Googled Katie Nolan. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to... She's hilarious, though. We're going to take a short break, and then when we come back... (laughs) (laughs) A word from our sponsor. (laughs) Okay, so um, I guess we can stream into... uh, Well, we can get it streamed. Stream into music. Oh, man. Yeah. We can stream into music, so... Shout out to Katie Nolan, by the way. One more time. Uh, There's... um, You So you have Pandora. Do you use it? Um, I I used to use it, man, but the ads is literally they're giving me an ad every every other song. I kind of got tired of it. Well, you you know you can prevent pay, those ads and pay. You can pay for less for no ads, yeah. But it's the same thing. Pandora bought Audio, so Audio was like a Spotify. Spotify is like your number one music streaming service online currently. Okay. Then, of course, you have Apple Music, which right. everyone probably knows because everyone has an iPhone. Right. That's your best way to get it entry market because your mom or your dad can do it because they probably have an iPhone. Okay. So, RDO died. They went bankrupt. Okay. They were a really great service, but they just couldn't get the right market share. Pandora bought them out. Pandora. They didn't buy them out. Just bought the key assets and some employees. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Pandora is going to release a on-demand streaming service. On demand streaming. So service? it's gonna be more like Spotify. It's gonna be Spotify, but Pandora. Okay, got you. I I just think it's kind of interesting because 
Pandora's always been that internet radio. Yeah, that's what it is. So you're gonna be able you can listen. Oh, okay. So you're gonna be able to get it on your on your television and everything. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, on your but television. You can anyway, can't you? Well, yeah, yeah. But now you're gonna be able to say, "Hey, man, I want to listen to uh, Walk the Moon's uh, s- single," and just press that song and play it. Yeah. And it's not just gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna create a Walk the Moon station. Right. And they oh, just pick cool. your songs. Right, like, okay, so yeah, pretty much exactly like Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't I don't know if 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 it's gonna work out like you see. It, it's becoming oversaturated now. I think. Oh yeah, you want the truth, because this because I, like, I always want the truth. But you know, you lie to me a lot. I'm, not, I'm gonna give you some truth right now. Are you sure? Because I, I swear we're still lying about all of Pandora this. Pandora and Spotify. At the end of it all, will probably both fall to Apple Music. I think Apple Music is so much easier. And it's just, like you said, everybody has an iPhone. It's literally at your hands. I don't have to download the app. I don't have to do anything. It's literally right there. Once you buy the, you start the trial, whatever you want to do, the free trial, you want to buy it, it's right there. Literally. The only issue with it is, is obviously, with any of these things, is, is wasting data on your phone. Or even if you have unlimited data, you know what, if you have unlimited data, then that's all that. But as far as the like internet, and you're wasting that for those that can't afford unlimited data like myself. But if you're at the house, like I like using, it's like using Pandora when I'm cleaning. Let's just say I'm cleaning, okay. right? Yeah. So it's on the laptop and it's, it's blasting. But Apple Music is just so much better than any of those things to me. So, and I want to send a shout out to Leon Hitchens of Digital Bounce for telling me about Apple Music <laughs> months ago when it first came out. And I say, eh, I probably would never do that. And I'm doing it. I, I, did, I did recommend it to you, but because I, I think it's such an easy way to get in. To stream music, that that you're gonna go and try something else later on because you're gonna be like, you know what, Spotify kind of sounds appealing because everyone talks about it. Yeah, Spotify's and, been around for and, a long time. Well, rappers reference it now and everything, so it's kind of becoming like a household name. Yeah. So I want to say two things about um, Apple Music. So one, me being like a tech journalist and being around a lot of tech journalists, uh, Apple Music is just complete garbage. Yeah. I think something caught on fire. Blew up. Yeah, that was Steve Jobs. Alright, Apple Music. Okay, so Apple Music is complete. <laughs> okay, so Apple Music is complete garbage. Or... <laughs> <laughs> this guy hates me. Apple Music is complete garbage, question mark, why? Uh, the guy's saying no. So, so it, it's, I think it's just designed terribly. It's kind of hard to use. And in and, and, and it's really it, it's really a slow app. I think it's pretty fast. What is what's about Apple Music? I don't like is that like Apple and, and, and iTunes or iPhone and all that stuff. They're they're really trying to make you use it. Like, for instance, if you go to your phone, if you have it on your phone, you get on Apple Apple Music. You go to your music app on your phone, on your iPhone or iPod or whatever you have, iPad. When you get on there, the first thing it does is go to For You, which is your Apple Music. It doesn't go to the music you already have paid for or downloaded. It's sending you straight there every time, if you have it. Well, it integrates your music that you've purchased already, though. It does. It does. But that means literally, if I go into my my own music app, I'm online right now. Yeah. Looking. Instead of going to my... Like, the, the original iTunes was limited to my music. So, so I'm going to give you... I'm gonna tell you about the service, it's okay? Only I hate. And you're probably gonna not listen to me, and come three months from now, you're gonna come back and you're gonna say your Apple Music subscription 
ended and you got this other service and you love it even more. What is it? So it's YouTube Red. Oh, okay. okay. And listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. It, it's uh, so you pay for YouTube Red, you get ad free uh, YouTube videos and crap, but you also get Google Play Music. Yeah. As like an add on. Okay. But yeah. you also get YouTube Music. So you get to combine them. Okay. So you get like four or five services. For how much money, Leon? Ten bucks a month. How much money? It's only ten bucks. How much am I paying for Apple Music? Ten bucks a month. Yeah, but it's so much better. So okay. you get YouTube YouTube ad-free, which is so much better. Yes. You don't have to listen to ads. You don't have to do any of that. Okay. And you get Google Music, right. which I think is a better experience than Apple Music. And if, let's say... So I know you buy CDs and albums and all that junk, t- tapes and rocks and whatever you guys do in that old media, I not do. digital. Um, I do buy rocks. You can upload that music that you've bought and that's not on Google Play Music. Yes. And have it in the cloud so you can listen to it anywhere. Off of? Your your Google Play Music app. Okay. So it kind of like, it's like, okay, we know we're not going to have all the music. It's in the cloud. But it's able to actually like listen to everything. Yeah. So you're going to come back three months after you, if you remember to cancel your Apple Music subscription. It's over in February. I'm counting down the days. Did you did you press stop auto renew? I don't think so. Stop auto renew. Otherwise, you're going to be paying 10 bucks. You're going to be like, God dang it. I didn't want to do that. That's pretty cheap, though, considering buying albums, man. Like, buying albums is so expensive. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm old school, man. I like to buy albums on iTunes. At least, like, buy hard copies, but I have an iPhone. I like buying albums. So that's $10 an album. You know, I can listen to. A but how many albums, albums do you listen buy a month? Depends on the month. Depends on what's coming out. Let's say there's if I if if four artists that I like are coming out in the month of so whatever, forty bucks. I'm spending forty bucks a month. Did you say? So so I guess I don't know. I've never been a huge music fan. I just listen to music. Right. I like someone talking, so I'm a little prone to rappers. Yeah. But um, I always kind of just man. FBI is gonna raid raid me one day. I just kind of torrented my music. I kind of you lime wired it. You yeah, still, yeah, dude. Leon still uses lime wire. Oh, don't don't tell everybody what's on my Mac, dude. Frost wire. Not even that. It's probably like Netgear, like something way back when. At when least we're, it's we're not young. spank wire. Dang it! Hello. I told you guys not to tell people. <laughs> now, so I, I always did that. I but I would only pick like a few songs, and then I'd never listen to the music again. Yeah. But now with streaming music, I listen to all sorts of artists, and like I'm exploring and stuff just because it's forcing me to. Those streaming services, man, it's just, that's another thing that one day it's going to be too much. And like you said, it's going to be oversaturated because it's already oversaturated. It's already oversaturated. Just a competition. That's why you lost. You're losing the ones that can't figure out how to market themselves because it's already oversaturated. Yeah, you, you have three. You have Pandora, Spotify, and Apple Music is the new, the new, the new dog in town, and I think it's going to be so. So YouTube Red. Amazon has one. Amazon. Google has one. So everybody's getting in there. But the most popular ones. So I would say Spotify's number one. Yeah. Well, I would say Pandora's number one. Yeah, because it's been around for a while. And then Spotify. Yeah. And then you go... I don't know if Apple Music's up there. It, it's got the brand share, but I don't know if it's got the user base. Right. I don't think it has it yet. I think it's going to. Just because it's so, it's so it's so It's just at your fingertips, dude. Well, Apple's always sat there and like waited for things to happen and say okay this is what we're gonna do we're gonna try to make it better yeah but i don't think they did that with apple music no they bought something they bought beats yeah and beats was kind of innovative but not quite right and i don't think they changed enough to make it like 
an Apple esque product. Yeah. Where I would have been like, damn. Okay, Apple did it again. They made iTunes way back when. iTunes was okay. It was a garbage fire, but it was the best garbage fire you could get. What was that? iTunes way it's, back when. Why you acting like it's not? Like we don't use iTunes still. We still use iTunes. It's, just not. Do you, I? I don't. I don't think I've opened. I opened iTunes today to show you how to submit a podcast. Which, if you're on SoundCloud, you can go check out Yo Yo Ramon. New podcast. It talks about what? What does it talk about? Because all I I saw, I didn't even listen to it yet, but I will make sure you listen to it. It's um the Yo Yo Ramon show on SoundCloud. It's a hip hop podcast. We're just talking about hip hop. Episode one is um I have me, Ramon, with my uh, guest S Miller, who's a rapper out of San Antonio and also co-founder of K7Texas.com, which is a hip hop site. But that's whatever. It's a hip hop podcast, man. And we're gonna talk about the first episode is about the Grammys, the nominations for this year. Um, our top five albums of the year, and um, also we're talking about Kobe Bryant being the greatest Laker of all time and why. So check it out, man, and we're going to try to bring you every two weeks or so. So, but yeah, Kobe Bryant, he's retiring. Yes. But uh, he did an interview with uh, MKHD about technology, and, and, and he wants to invest in some tech stuff. But you know who has invested in tech stuff? Who? Drake. Drake has invested in the tech stuff. So you're the one who told me about it. I don't know if I remember the name of the company. As I said, I'm terrible with names. I, I remember the company. I'm you, but you remember what it's about. Yeah, I, okay. I can tell you. The I'll, I'll give you. I don't, I don't remember the details on what it's about. But Drake apparently made his first tech investment with a company called Omni. Um, I got this information from Complex Magazine. So shout out to Complex Magazine. But um, and uh. Okay, so I'll take yeah, over from there. So so my understanding, I read it from uh, a website. I I don't remember what website it is. But um, they they kind of explained it as a you have three hundred sneakers, okay, and you you don't have room to store those three hundred sneakers. You can send it to this this app, and they'll take a picture, they'll document every every single shoe, mm-hmm. and then they'll put it into your app. So let's say you want that green pair of shoes, you filter that, you find that shoe, and you press it. You want it at your house. A concierge will bring it to you. And you can wear that shoe for the day and return it later on that week or get switched it out. And I was at first I was like, this is complete garbage. It's just something for the one percenters. Yeah. It, it's just I can see why Drake invested in it because he wanted it. It's a rich, it's a rich thing. Yeah. yeah. But then I, I read, watched that video that you showed me, mm-hmm. and it it spun it a totally different way. Yeah. They made it sound more like a um, self storage. You like instead of actually going to the storage locker, you just send everything to them. They document it. They tell you exactly what's in your storage locker, and I'm air quoting uh-huh. storage locker. Storage locker. But um, you document everything so you don't just put it in boxes and forget about it. You right. actually know what's in it, and right. that kind of that sounds so much more interesting. That's dope. Because especially if you could possibly go and have a storage locker. Mm-hmm. Still, and be like, "Oh man, I know this is in here." Yeah, and see that, but at the same time, you could go and do it. The only caveat to all of it is, uh, it's only in San Francisco. Yeah, right now it's only in San Francisco, but apparently they have it's a, it's been invested. Omni's been invested by, uh, or Drake's invested in Omni. Um, David Lee of the Boston Celtics, NBA player, has also invested in it, and some other people too. So it's big. It's just. 
Right now it's just locally in San Francisco. And in, in in San Francisco because all the tech companies are there. Yeah. I have this theory that like these tech companies they they're all flocking to San Francisco Silicon Valley. Yeah. Because there are all these young kids. Yeah. That don't know how to do anything without their mom. <laughs> okay. Okay. Listen. Listen. Listen to me. I'm I'm telling you. Be serious. They don't know how to do anything without their mom. They have. They don't know how to store their stuff, so they're sending everything over there. Yeah. They don't know how to cook their food. Blue Apron. They'll send you a whole prepacked meal yep. that you just put in like, like a, or no no no. You put it in like a pot or a pan and put it all together. Step by step instructions. Oh my gosh. There's a Prime now that'll ship it right to your door in an hour. Yeah. For you impatient They'll, they'll even like come pick up your laundry. There's startups for that. The startups for everything. It's it's literally like they're creating a mom. They're basically, yeah, that's pretty much they're creating a, an app to just do everything for them. They have to, they have to do nothing. Mm-hmm, because they're, that's what their mom did. And it's California. So. Or what are you trying to say about Californians? Y'all don't work hard over there. Y'all live there. It's a different podcast. This is, That's a different kind of podcast topic. Are you sure? I'm not going to fight. You don't want to start? I'm not going to start. They can tweet you. I'm not going to start a fight with the podcasters, listeners. Okay, so I forget the last part that we wanted to talk about was, man, I I texted you all earlier in the day. Okay, okay, so. YouTube. It is January, oh man, I'm a little ahead of myself. Almost January. It's December, what, 17th today? Everyone will listen to this on like the 20th or something in the future. Yeah. And it's going to be closer to the new year. Yes, sir. So, I want to talk about what cool tech thing happened in 2015. All the cool things or just like your favorites? What's your favorite? What do you remember in tech? Apple Music. Apple Music? That's probably my favorite. Because you used it? Because I used it. I so, so it. That, that category of streaming music is a cool thing. That's a cool it's thing a, now. It's a yeah. crossover. It is. No, yeah, it, it is. And I like it. I, I didn't think I was going to get into it because like I said, I'm old school, like buying albums, but... It's cheaper, it's more efficient, it's cool, man. It's just like, it's just, everything's at your fingertips. Because you don't have to go to the store and buy your no. your, your you album to, and everything. Yeah, you don't even have to go through iTunes and purchase an album. You can just literally just flip it on, that's it. Would you still buy albums if uh, you really liked them? If you're using Apple I, Music? I still buy albums. Yeah, I still buy albums, though. Be- yeah. Because I, I think that's their ultimate hope, is like, Apple Music's like... Okay, you'll pay ten bucks a month to listen to all the music, but maybe once a month you'll buy that album. And I, I think yeah. that's their hope for Apple. Yeah. To keep them keep going because they keep iTunes around. Right. Because a- Apple Music's different than iTunes, and uh-huh. and that it's a weird branding and everything. So. Mm-hmm. Apple Music, it's my favorite thing so far. Did you? I think that's the greatest thing. I meant like, I'm not the best. I'm not the most knowledgeable tech person. Well, of course, of course. But I enjoy, but but I've, I've enjoyed that, and I only would have known about that because Leon told me. Leon Leon asked me. He said, "Ramon, if if you had this, would you do it?" And I said, "I don't know. You're gonna do it." He goes, "I might do it for the subscription and then get rid of it." But mm. and I already gotten rid of it. And he didn't like it, and I like it, it's, which is weird because I didn't, you know, I'm not big on that kind of stuff. And I'm over here with YouTube Red already. He's already his YouTube Red. And out. I'm probably gonna end it already. And a TV. Mm-hmm. No new TV. So mine was uh, net neutrality. What's that? So the internet, it, it was a uh, okay. So way back when you had your phone companies and they all became a monopoly. They broke them up, right? Yep. They broke them up into like twenty different companies. AT and T's building it back, but they broke it up. They kind of set forth uh, some ground rules, like 
they couldn't like do this the phone calls they couldn't jack up prices they couldn't screw over customers and stuff yeah net neutrality is that for the internet it's making sure that like google can't pay a premium price mm-hmm. to like prevent uh, a new search engine from getting more users because google's faster than say duck duck go firefox so it could be like that like firefox couldn't pay an internet like comcast right for Firefox to be faster than Chrome. Okay. They yeah. couldn't pay for something like that. They yeah. couldn't. They're called Fastlane. So they prevented that. They prevented Comcast and everything from uh, charging, like, users different prices, charging companies different prices, and, like, saying, like, breaking the internet down, like, channels. So you could pay, like, 10 bucks a month to get Twitter, Facebook, and all that. But to get the rest of the internet, you have to pay 20 bucks a month. So they prevented all of that. And, I, and, and it's so boring because it's all, like, board meetings and like lawyers and politicians yeah that it's just like a okay it's kind of cool but i think that's the biggest tech moment because it, it kind of started a uh, trend the trend of activism on the you internet. think other techies probably agree with you on that one well i'm almost positive yeah that's the big one because 20 i'm like i said i'm not a tech person but i do love hip-hop and music and I, that's why i picked up music i know it's not like a big tech thing but well, that's the thing, though. It kind of goes into, okay, sports. Kobe Bryant loves technology. Yes, he does. But uh, technology is stopping just from being this little bubble that it's been. Yeah. And it's expanding into sports and making sure that those athletes are are understanding what's going on in the body, what's going on with that ball, mm-hmm. everything. And then it's going the music and kind of it's changing the music energy f- energy industry for the better in some ways but at the same time it it might not because those artists aren't going to get as much money as they used to right they might get seven cents for a thousand streams right instead of getting ten dollars for an album right so that's kind of it it's moving everywhere it's moving technologies into health right now really big who knows what 2016 is going to bring exactly like I they're in drones and everything. I think another push is going to be um, making your house smarter, like like smart homes. That stuff's cool too. Is that was that the thing that's been out for a while? But yeah, let's talk about like like the you know controlling your, your so housing temperatures and all your lights from that from your phone. Yeah, and and uh, so I'm going to CES January fourth. I told you about it, but uh, the big thing I think of CES, which I wrote an article on the site digitalbounds.com. You can check it out. Uh, is Internet of Things, which is your smart lights, your smart TV, your smart fridge, your smart toaster, your smart whatever the heck you want. Yeah. Even sex toys. There's like sex toys that are smart. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Hello. I know how you like that stuff. Hello. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but you can buy like a... <laughs> man, man, I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. It's like a cock ring. You put it on and it tells you like how you're performing for guys. Uh, but it's like it's com- like a pedometer oh damn you put it around you yeah I like that oh, I know what a cock ring is I've used them but I didn't know they had like that well, you don't have to put it on right now man <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all putting it on and oh you are right? I'm not putting it on guys don't listen to Leon okay if this wasn't a radio show we you would have been traumatized oh, but let me tell you guys I'm asking Leon one thing what is the most disappointing thing that happened in tech this year what is it that, that was supposed to be big, whatever, and it disappointed you? It's a good question because 
you know, there's a lot of stuff. So, so it's it's tech, but it's also a crossover. It's financials. Yeah. So everyone in like Wall Street's been saying like we're in a tech bubble. So in the '90s we had that big dot com boom. Yeah. And then it bust. Mm-hmm. And everyone says that we're in a big bubble right now where these companies are overvalued. So right. Uber's valued at like billions of dollars. Yeah. Where they're only bringing in a few million dollars in revenue. Mm-hmm. And they're getting all this VC money, venture capitalists. People are just throwing money at these companies. Right. And when they actually go public like Square or like Twitter yeah. or Facebook yeah. or, or or any other technology company that's going public, mm-hmm. they're, they're undervalued. They're going way under what they're actually valued at. And, and they're saying that, oh, this is deflating the market and everything. But I, I, and I, I, I don't think that that's happening. And I think that's kind of a disappointment because okay. because it, it's kind of all this money that's in the technology industry yeah. is making what it is great right now. Right. So if people keep saying that we're in a bubble, they're just going to scare more investors away. Right. And, and it's just kind of a disappointment because, yeah, Wall Street's all about money, making sure they're making money. But at the same time, innovation mm-hmm. needs to happen. And if you're not throwing money at it. You're investing in it. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look at you space now. So NASA stopped. All these private companies, they're tech companies. Yeah. Are going into the space industry. Right. Jeff Bezos owns a uh, – so Jeff Bezos, the CEO of Amazon, uh-huh. owns a uh, rocket company, space company. And they're investing all this technology into making rockets to go to space. Right. And I think that's really cool. But that couldn't be done if these tech companies weren't just tossing money at all the problems they thought. Yeah. So my disappointment is with kind of Wall Street and saying that this is a tech bubble. Right. Because it's it's, It's – I I don't believe it is. We're in in something of a a distortion field. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we're at that point of like – Tech, tech bubble moves. yeah like maybe if all these companies all of a sudden like run out of money yeah. which is possible yeah we could totally so, so have problems so Wall Street stop saying that because we want people to invest into the tech industry stop scaring people away well and and it's for like the music if, if there's not money in like Spotify or or Pandora being thrown at them yeah well yeah these are they're not gonna be able to like give money to to artists just just because right so so quick story. So I use Jet.com. It's kind of like a, a Costco competing with uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. And, and they do all these cool things and stuff. But they have all this VC money. Yeah. And that means they have like two, three billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And they're spending 20 million dollars a month on advertising, which you think is crazy, right? Yeah. But it's not. They say, oh, this is a moderate amount. <laughs> but uh, they're... they're yeah. They're pretty much paying you to like become a first-time customer because yeah. they're hoping that once that 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 you're in there, An impression. you're yeah. gonna keep ordering. So, I ordered something. I spent. I should have been like a hundred dollars. I only spent it up like fifty dollars. Oh wow! They pretty much just handed you fifty dollars of that VC money, that mm-hmm. venture capitalist money, and said, you know what? Try to be our customer. Mm-hmm. So, this money's kind of getting people into the services mm-hmm. and getting them to go. So that money is really helpful for yeah. these companies. Heck yeah. I, uh, anything else? I think that's it. Okay, so that was. I'll tell the, you what the most disappointing thing is that ever happened. Damn it! And in, in apps is putting those goddamn 
hearts on Twitter. That was the worst thing you could have did. <laughs> did Flappy Birds happen this year or was that last year? I think that was last year. Yeah. That be this year. My years oh. just blur together these days. Okay, that is the most disappointing thing. Day. You know, now that you mention that, Twitter hearts. Sick and tired of seeing us. Stop, stop giving me hearts. I don't, I don't heart anymore. On Valentine's Day, it's fine. Absolutely. No, 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 no. Just on Thanksgiving. Make up for all the measles and everything that he gave him. Why would you? Get, why did you get measles on Thanksgiving? We'll talk about that next week. All right. So this is the topic to discuss. Podcast hosted by Leon Hitchens. And Yo-Yo Ramon. I like saying his Twitter name more than his actual name. Um, next, we'll, we'll be back after Christmas, maybe. I'm flying out to CES January 4th, so that's going to put a hamper on any uh, podcast and opportunities. January 8th, I'm going to California. Oh, see? We might have to Skype it with uh, another guest, maybe. So, so we'll try to organize it. Um, tweet at us. We like to hear people's feedback. Yeah, tweet us, uh, comment on the SoundCloud, you know. Um, There's digitalbounds.com to comment, YouTube. We like to see your feedback in conversation because yeah. we don't have anything better to do. Yeah, let us know what you think so we can improve or piss you off even more. Mm-hmm. So, We'll see you guys next week see you. or next month. If we don't see you, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy and New uh, cover, uh, well, cover yourself up. It's getting cold out there. But also, uh, we'll be covering CES, so check us out on digitalbounds.com. Yes, sir.